0: you're listening to the collab talk podcast episode 174 of the mvp buzz chat series in this episode i'm talking with business applications mvp Lin win <laughs> Hey, everybody, this is Christian Buckley with another MVP Buzz Chat. And I'm talking today with Lynn. Hello. Hi, Christian. <clears throat> so, for folks that don't know you, who are you, where are you, and what do you do?
1: Oh, yeah. I, my name is Lynn Zorwin. I'm currently based in New Zealand, Wellington. And I'm currently working in the Dynamics 365 and Bob Platform area.
0: Very cool. I, I love that city. I, for, for 12 years, I was living in Seattle, and Wellington is a lot like Seattle.
1: Yeah, it's you know, always, like, vibe. rainy. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, the weather-wise, <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, it just has that same vibe. Like, there's a coffee place in every corner. Mm, yeah. It's a, it's a very walkable, interesting, vibrant city.
1: It's a really, really big deal, um, the coffee culture in Wellington. is.
0: Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> And of course, um, home of Weta and all that good fun. So, well, good times. So, um, so what kind of stuff are you focusing on? What's what? So, your your Dynamics three sixty five or Power Platform MVP. What's yes. kind of your focus?
1: So, my main focus is as I background is Dynamics CRM, and it came Dynamics three sixty five when Power Platform came. Uh, main focus is still in the model driven app. Part of the Dynamics bar uh Power Apps,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we also do a lot of bar uh, Power Automate cloud flows to to the backend process. So my main focus is if if in terms of the Power Platform, my focus is more on the more driven apps and the cloud flows, and occasionally uh, Power Pages.
0: What's interesting? How long have you been working with Dynamics three six five the the CRM platform?
1: Well as long as my career started back in like last 12, 13 years ago. Mm -hmm. So back then it was Dynamics CRM. Yeah. I started my career with uh, CRM 4.0 days, like really, really old. Um, I
0: I don't have a lot of experience with it. I, I left Microsoft in 2009, went to a little startup or little ISV. And that was my first experience all dynamics CRM. And, uh, and so it was very automated, like our website, you would breathe on it. And we were picking up those signals and doing things with it. Um, and then of course I've gone companies kind of back and forth between dynamics and Salesforce. Um, but I know that it's, well, I understand, uh, that it's a very rapidly growing space yet again. So yes. it is, I mean, a lot of that I think has to do with the power platform. A lot of the cross integrations between tools
1: yes indeed it's a really growing market and there's a lot of demand especially in the new zealand we are always looking for people and during the lockdown uh, we can't bring in people from overseas and the demand is really high
0: yeah well that's i i've tried to convince my wife that we need to go live for a year or two in in new zealand because i've been many times i love it down there and uh, I've hiked all over both islands uh, yeah, and uh, I absolutely love it. I've had friends that have done like summertime. They went down and rented like a camper and just drove the country and different experiences. I'd love to do that. Yeah.
1: You should totally try it out there. A lot of great hiking areas and a lot of great tracks.
0: How how difficult is it for somebody to, you know, international to, to come down and work out of New Zealand? I know this is a little bit of a sidetrack, but. I've yeah. always been interested, like ha, like I, I don't know if you if you pull in a lot of uh, of expats in to, to to work and what that process is like.
1: Um definitely it's uh uh now that the border is starting to open up, it's going to be a lot easier. And especially for the countries who has the uh, uh like holiday walk visa. Um, mm-hmm. Privileged in New Zealand, they are like way easier. They just come in, and then just start working for a couple of years, kind of thing. But for those who requires uh to the company to sponsor the work visa, it's a little bit um, tricky situation. And because it's a longer process, the company has to adver- advertise the ads. <clears throat> And yeah. they need to prove to the government that they cannot get the required resource locally and then they have to sponsor. So it's a little bit of a lengthy process.
0: I always wondered how that, especially now that so many organizations uh, have made the decision to go you know, partially or entirely virtual, um, what happens there? I mean, because you could technically pick up employees anywhere in the world, you know, they'd have to work, you know, time shift a little bit uh, to, uh, to fit in with the hours. But I mean, because my, my thought was always the opposite. Like I always thought, you know, I could work anywhere in the world. I've been working remote for 12 years now, 13 years, a long time, more than a decade. I could be anywhere. And if I lived in New Zealand, I just have to be up at weird hours to, uh, to be in all the meetings. Yeah. Right. And that's tough, but that's not, every day you can build your schedule around that um it's tougher for me and i have grandkids now and so it's kind of difficult to move to the other side of the planet when you've got grandkids (laughs) yeah but yeah
1: uh, yeah the the time zone is the only tricky part where it's really eastern part of the the whole world and uh, not really aligned with much with the other time zones the closest is Australia which is two hour later than us
0: <clears throat> yeah yeah it's always uh when I when I'm doing sessions uh for you know APAC and and realizing that even the variety there people in Perth people out of Auckland and Wellington and people out of Singapore and just Matt finding a time that'll work for everybody just and then it, it's it just never really aligns for uh, especially my team is all in the East coast of the U S they're two hours ahead of me. And so I do an APAC call and I try to pull people from our New Jersey office, for example, in on those calls. And they complain that I'm making them jump on a call at 9 PM, 10 PM (laughs) at night. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, yeah, well, fun. Well, what was your, uh, so tell me about your journey to becoming MVP. This is your, is this your third?
1: Yes. Yes. This like, as of last three days ago is my yeah. third <laughs> yep. yeah um so my journey started back in let's say last 10 years since mm-hmm. i started working in like crm and when i did the development as you know we all developers we do google when we don't know we just walk that way and yep. i found a lot of my issues solved by those people in the forums and some of the problems by in the blog post. And since then I was inspired to start contributing in the area. So if I can find something in the online, I try to solve out the problem by myself and then I try to blog it so that I remind myself if I encounter this problem in the future. And eventually I also started Answering questions in the forums back then it was MSDN forum,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it was really good. And uh, but eventually it just starting to really get busy in the Singapore, uh, and I just happened to do it like on and off, not routinely. And then I, since I migrated to New Zealand, I just want to restart it again, and mm-hmm. then I just. Uh, participated in the user group forums uh, <clears throat> meetups in the, Wellington and also just restarted the blog and then I just do like do it more consistently this time yeah. and also uh, participated in the forums and one day an attract from Australia he reached out to me hey Lynn um, I really like your you're really active in the community doing these contributions would you want to be nominated as an MVP. So that's that was the time that I was contributing for started my contribution for three, four months. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I, I don't think I have enough content to submit if I were to show for my last 12 months and contribution. So can you give me a few more months? And so, and that was around January, February. And then he reached out to me again. Uh, I'll, I'll reach out to him on may june okay now i'm not ready i think i'm ready to do the submission and then after submission time there were some um, um, same time like this uh, there's a renewal happened so i had to wait for a renewal around and then i think it's uh, august it was called a mvp worse.
0: for folks that don't know too that, i mean the submission process so it's looking back over the past year of activities, and so sometimes, like, uh, and uh, you know, when you get submitted, and and especially if Microsoft likes you, they'll be like, "It's not quite, you know, not for this cycle, but we like you, and and you know, let's we'll consider you again for the next round." And there's some people that you know w- wait a while. I always talk about. It. I have a good friend who's a an MVP and an RD now, and and he had gone through that cycle and been considered. Um, a number of times and finally he just said you know look I'm the the amount of effort he owns his own business is very busy very successful and the amount of time that he was taking to collect all of that work and 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 compile all of that he's like it's never going to happen for me (laughs) I'm not just forget about it I'm just I'm happy doing this stuff but I don't have time for this activity and then he got it uh you know and then he was in now he has to do it to renew (laughs) but it's just once a year you know yeah um but it's uh yeah i mean it's it 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 can be depending on the level of contribution you know and what you're collecting and building it's not a small task to go and put all that together and organize what did i work on the last year
1: yeah so it's more like time sheeting filling time sheets (laughs) (laughs) if i do regularly um I don't feel it's, it's okay, but if I do it at the end of the year, and I, I have to re- recollect or look at through my own blog posts and all my activities and user group speeches and like, oh, it's.
0: Uh. I know. Well, so I tell this advice, like for you, Lynn, and is like, but I, so I started years ago, uh, when I was working for another software company and, and, uh, I was writing most of the marketing material and I'd have salespeople like, Hey, didn't you write an article about that? Or didn't you do a a webinar on that topic? And like, yeah, let me compile it. So I did an internal newsletter on a monthly basis of everything that I did the prior month and would send it to the sales folks. And then I just like, why don't I just put this out on my blog? And so I've been for years, I have what I call my, my monthly, so I've got like the I just published on the first of every month I do a like June 2022 content wrap up and then I I take the time it's it takes a time to compile that article once a month of all of those activities all of the links and then I put the kind of the narrative the story around it hey here's what I was working on. Here's the event that I went to here's the webinar that I did, and then all of those links and publish that out. so. What I need to get better at, and I don't know what your process is, but is adding that now into the tool on a regular basis, not waiting for the end of year yeah, till the renewal process. Because that's that's a pain where everybody is trying to go and add their contributions all in the month of March, all in the last week. Yeah. Sometimes before, they even yeah.
1: decide this down. <laughs>
0: Yeah but uh but anyways I the other thing is like um so I know that there's a, there's a lot of people that have questions about getting started you just talked about a perfect example of starting in the forums and then starting to expand on maybe what you shared in in a forum in a blog post so what was your process i mean did you were you like set aside time every day to go in and answer questions or what did that look like
1: yeah for me The blogging, I put some blog, my calendar in one of the weekends. Mm -hmm. So I started for five hour blog for, let's say, Saturday first. So that if something comes up on Saturday, I can move it to Sunday. Um, For forums, I usually do it uh, during the night, like half an hour each day, Mm -hmm. go through all the new questions and reply. The response to my previous questions so it's a bit of uh blocking your personal calendar
0: yeah well that's uh, again that's i i think that the the only way to do it to be consistent block out the block out the time and 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 it may be that all you're doing is going in and um i always remind people it's not just about what you're answering but recognizing when somebody else has a good response and commenting and liking it and doing that thing. So, so that maybe you get other notifications that there's follow-up questions on that topic, um, but recognizing others is a big piece of that as well.
1: Yeah. And it, uh, throughout the whole process, you're not just answering the questions. You also learn from other people's problems and also same as um, what you mentioned, you also learn from other contributors so you go to the new question, you see someone answer it and you say, oh, that's quite a good answer. Like I've never, I would not have never thought about it. So this, not just contributing, it's also the learning process.
0: That's why I love forums. That's why I like panels um, it is because even though you may have the correct answer for that, somebody else brings in a different perspective from a different industry or a different novel approach that you're like, you know, I never thought of it that way. And, you know, and, and so it's, it's great to have those other insights. And if you are blogging, I mean, you could, I mean, a lot of us, we're, we're, we have our regular jobs. We're not just blogging all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, I don't think there's any shortage of topics that are out there. If you did nothing more than go and collect good answers from other people Give the attributions, recognize the people that gave those answers, which is always key. It's hey, you want a secret to growing your blog? Is make sure that you're properly citing the work of others. You always want to do that, um, but uh, and then and then yeah, then putting together your thoughts around the topics. I mean, you, I could go and blog once a day and find interesting technical problems that uh, you know I have something to add to and you know it, it build up the content and. That's a great way that for people that are looking for ways to start. Just go and find common problems that you've run into that you have some experience with, but pull in the work of others as well. You'll grow a lot faster.
1: Yeah, that's also one of my <clears throat> source of the blog topics back in the days when I do forum answers. So when I get run out of all these problems that I encounter as my projects and my work. I can see all those people's questions and answer them. And then I blog about it and yep. reference to those threads. Uh, yep. For one thread. Yeah.
0: Well, that's a, uh, yeah, that's a, it's a great point because the, a lot of people is like, well, what do I write about? What do I talk about? What have mm. I experience? And um, you know, sometimes when I'm doing, I, I do uh, Microsoft 365 AMA. So M365 AMAs, we do these regular basis with a group of us. I've got uh and if you know uh, Kirsty McGrath out of uh, Melbourne, uh, an MVP uh, participates in in these as well. And uh, we were just recording earlier this week, and some of them, and a couple of the responses, like I have no experience with that, mm. and so I'm listening to them share their their feedback on that. And then I found I did. I said, Oh, you know, hey, this might also work to help solve that. And so having just that interaction sometimes sparks another thought another idea of hey i have had something experience that's relevant to solving this problem that you know that could help there but yeah well that's why i'm in collaboration technology because i love that kind of collaboration, collaboration. Yep. yeah yeah <laughs> well then uh, i really appreciate you taking the time to uh one great to meet you i hope to get down in your neck of the woods sometime soon and uh maybe this year but definitely next year i'll be back down your way but for oh, folks yeah. who want to find out more about you or get in touch with you, what are the best ways to reach you? Where are you most active in the social platforms?
1: Um, I'm equally active in both LinkedIn and Twitter. So it's my full name, Linz Owen, L-I-N-N-Z-A-W-W-I-N. So it's the same as for my Twitter handle.
0: Excellent. And of course, I'll have the links within the, uh, the YouTube and within the blog and podcast so lynn really appreciate you taking the time today it's great meeting you and uh have a great weekend Th- i should have put at the at the beginning this is your weekend oh <laughs> uh, yeah it's me. already it's saturday saturday, saturday morning. 10 a.m <laughs> dedicated all right to community Excellent. well thanks for doing that and uh, appreciate uh, thanks it. for
1: yeah i'm really glad to be on this show